Welcome back to the Boats and Dose podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Tyler. Oh man, Tyler, let's let's uh let's argue a little bit. Oh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. I like bickering. All right, so there's there are two sides. We're talking bass fishing today, by the way. I'm, uh, I skipped ahead a little bit because I'm excited for this one. Yeah. Yep. Because like me and Josh used to like argue about this, right? Well, it's funny that you kind of showed me the ropes and we have different opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is fun. Like, everybody's got their thing. And so there is a there is an angler in California that when he got sponsored by Robotworm, he used to count, like, he would have three bags of the same color. One would be a little flake. One would be, like, medium flake. And one would be, like, a lot of flake. And he would separate each batch into different bags. And he would, like, purposely pay attention to, like, he believed that the three bags were different baits. So, like, the argument is, does color matter? It's like, the specifics. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about, like, down to, like... Watermelon seed versus green pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, Not, like, green and black. Like, everybody says that, like, color matters to a point. Right, right, right. Well, you got your basics. You got your, your green pumpkin, chartreuse, you know, black and blue, just black, whatever. Yeah, purple. Yeah. June bug, motor oil. Like, there, yeah. there's a million fishing colors. But there's guys, I know of one who counts, he'll throw a black and blue jig yep. and count the specific number of blue strands of rubber in the skirt. If it has too many, he cuts them off. If it doesn't have enough, he doesn't throw it. So what's his number? I don't know. He won't tell anybody because it's... It's super secret? It's super secret. You but it's I'd- like, I don't, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I, man, anywhere that there is something that somebody can get into you, I feel like there is somebody that gets into it a little too big. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They yeah. take it just a little too far. I think, I think specific details matter. Okay. To what degree? To, not to that degree. I'm not okay. cutting, I'm not cutting rubber off my skirts because it's got too many blue strands. Okay. But I do think if we line up side by side, and you're throwing a plain green pumpkin trick worm, and I'm throwing one with a little bit of silver flake, and I catch more fish, it's because of the flake, not because I put it in front of more fish. See, I don't know, man. Like, that just seems, that seems outlandish to me. Like, you don't think they get a good enough look at it? No. Lord, no. I think if you catch more fish, one of two things happen. You're throwing it in the right place, and I'm not. Or, right, or... You're doing, you're moving the bait in a way that is like more realistic. They're just liking more that day. I mean, there are days like, you know, we could have the same bait tied on and you catch more fish than me. Yeah. Or I could, we could have the same bait tied on and I catch more fish than you. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with the bait or the color or the whatever. It's just like you're doing something a little different or I'm doing something a little different. Yeah. And it like most of the time you can't even quantify it. No, but everybody will do the math. Oh, everybody will figure it out whether it'll matter or not. Yeah. So to me, I just I don't know, man. Like, have you ever looked at a at a worm? 
like a regular like just earthworm? yeah, just like earthworm. Yeah. Have you ever dug a couple up? Yep. Yeah, none of them look the same. They're all like some array of brown or red, but some are more red, some are more brown. Like, and some don't look better than others. They all look like they all look like food to a fish. I mean, yeah, but like, like, what's the difference? Well, like, think about it like this though. Like, if they're eating shad, and one of the shad knocks a bunch of his sides off, and he's got that pale, like, you know, flesh color on the side, so and he's not saying, as, as shiny. He's so he doesn't look that- as good. I don't know. I feel like that makes him look more appealing because he looks like an easier meal. I don't know, though, but it doesn't catch their eyes much. They're looking for that silver. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I think I think that is outlandish. So you're telling me that I'm I'm crazy for having four different bags of black trick worms. I got plain black, black and purple, black and blue. You mean to tell you what? And black with shiny flake. I used to work at a tackle shop, right? 99% of the stuff on the shelf of sits that, there. No. It's just there to catch your eye. It's there to catch fishermen. It's not there to catch fish. They really don't care if it catches fish, as long as somebody buys it, because that's all that matters. I mean, that makes sense. Like, I bought that stupid Spitfire lure, and you know what? It catches fish. It has a terrible hookup ratio. Awful. And I could have told you that before I even threw it. Like, I could look at that bait and tell you it has an awful hookup ratio. But... It looks cool in the water, and I like it, you know? So well, I threw it. I think that rolls a lot into the having confidence in something. Yeah, I mean, it is. But, like, okay, let's talk about – I've been fishing the same spot this time of year. Yep. For over 10 years. Yep. I've been catching fish on the same baits in the same spot at the same time of year. Like, right now, I could take you in there and guarantee you we're going to catch some fish. Yeah. They school up in there every year. Yeah, and every year we go catch them. I know and, where I know what they are. And it's like, but you're telling me, like, that bait's been working for 10 years. If that if color and all that crap mattered so much, like, don't you think fish would learn, like, oh, that's a lure? Like, I'm not eating that? I mean, I, I don't think so. I think it's what catches oh their eye. Oh, my goodness. They're, an inst- they're, like, they're an ambush predator. It's an instinct, like, reaction bite. So you're saying they don't get a good look at it. If it's a reaction bite, that means they just see it and they react. They don't have time to depict de- whether there's 101 flakes or 102. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not as specific as 101 and 102, but like, yeah, I mean, I'm exaggerating. If you got something that's got a little bit more flake, then they have a, it, it's quicker to catch their eye. Maybe it makes a difference. Let me tell you what I think the most important part of fishing is putting it in front of the fish, putting the bait in front of the fish. Yep. Nine times out of ten, the bait doesn't matter. No, you hit him in the head with it, he's probably going to eat it. But that's counterintuitive to your argument. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think there are certain things that I have more confidence in having a little bit more. Like, if you say throw black and blue and I have more confidence in black and purple, am I crazy? Who knows? No, because it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think it does. Okay. Oh, so let me ask you this, right? So like jigs, right? Okay. I classify jigs as green jigs, black jigs, and like shad color jigs. I don't own any other jigs. Like that's it. Now I got some that are green and orange, and I got some that are green and purple, and I got some that look a little more brown than green, but they're still green. Got some that look a little more green than brown, but they're still green. You know what I mean? But in my head, they're all just green jigs. Like I could. So you just reach in. You could randomly reach in. And grab one. Yeah. 
with your eyes closed, tied on, and have no correlation. Yeah, no. The only thing that I will say is like I have certain different styles of jigs, like different rubber. Um, not even like that. different like, lengths. What do you mean? Like, like different weights and different head styles. Like different ways. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Some, I'm just saying, if you have a box of just like three eight archie heads, yeah, they're all the same, regardless and, of what colors in the skirt. Yeah. Other than if they just classified as green. Yeah, as long as as long as there's green in the skirt, I I could care less. See, no, I think that I I don't I don't agree with that. See, and here let me explain it to you. And I I know for a fact because like I've been out on the lake and ran out of the green and orange ones and switched to the green and purple ones, and it doesn't it doesn't matter. It has zero zero effect on catching fish. I mean, I hear that, but you also got to think of the time of year and what they're eating. The the one that's got green and orange. Yeah, could but be like eating cross. If you start throwing bluegill patterns at them. Yeah, but like. The ones with the blue in it that are supposed to be a molting crawl, those work year-round, but crawls don't molt year-round, so, like, explain that. They don't care. They're just looking for an easy meal. They don't – They the fish literally do not care. I think they do. They're looking for the meal of that time of the year. Oh, God. They don't eat brim all time of the year. They don't eat shad all time of the year. When it's that time, they be eating that. That's what they're looking for. So you get more bites playing that specific game. Okay, so you're t- th- Thanksgiving's coming up, right? Yep. Okay. So you're telling me Thanksgiving, everybody knows what Thanksgiving, turkey, ham, mashed potatoes and gravy, mac and cheese, stuffing. Yeah. That nasty cranberry sauce. Beans, greens, tomatoes, potatoes. Yeah, yeah, we know the song. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what goes in a Thanksgiving meal. You're telling me if you came over to my house on Thanksgiving and there was a, like, 20-ounce ribeye offered to you, you wouldn't just, like, gobble that thing up? Nope, that's sacrilegious. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I don't like ribeye. <laughs> well, like a sirloin or a filet. Like oh, a well, big... okay. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you see We're what I'm saying? Somewhere. Like, you're telling me that that fish, like, if a big old just juicy steak is thrown in front of him, and but it's not steak season. It's not steak season. He's not going to eat it. Dude, fish eat trout but, lures on Lake Norman, and there's not a single trout in that whole lake. Yeah, but like uh, they 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 rely on eating certain things, and they're also smart enough. The older ones are smart enough to not eat certain lures because they catch on to things. So they think of a random shad's floating down in front of them the wrong time of year that there shouldn't be shad around. I I really do not think they care. They just eat it. Hmm. I think there's also there's a lot more stuff that happens in the water than I feel like most people realize. Oh, if you could watch underwater of what actually goes on. Like there's probably three million fish in one pocket of Lake Wiley. Yeah. And we're fishing for five of those jokers. Yeah. In a tournament. And you'll skip up under a dock and just won't get it in the right spot within like inches. And there could be, there could be seven, five pounders under that dock. But as soon as you pull it out, Yep. And there's nothing that you didn't get bit. There's no fish under that dog. Yeah. No, I like you just threw the wrong color. Oh, okay. Now, like, I do think fish get keyed in on certain things. Like, I'm not going to take a crawfish imitation when the fish are blowing shad up. Like, that's that's dumb. I mean, yeah, but that's common sense. But do I honestly think, like, if I have, if, so, like, let's say the, the fish are blowing up shad like they're doing right now, right? Yep. So, they're, like, five different colors of that swim bait, that little 3.8 Kytec-style swim bait that I buy. 
They're like three colors or four colors I buy, right? Some of them are a little more blue. Some of them are a little more purple. And really, all it is is I think it looks cool. You know what I grab when I go into the box? Whichever one's on top. I don't care. They're all shad imitators. I could throw a pearl white and feel just fine about it. Does a pearl white match a shad? No. Does a fish care? No. I mean, no, it doesn't match, but I will throw a pearl white for a shad. Right, but like, if color matters so much, why aren't you throwing like a like a silver sided like with a some silver. blue? I mean, because that's what color shad is. It's got that little purple blue kind of pearlescent to it, and it's silver. But you're throwing a pearl white. I don't know. I, it catches them. That's why I like. It's kind of crazy, but there's certain things that like. Okay, so I'll just drop one of my one of my favorites here. Okay, Dirty Sanchez from Reaction Innovations. Yeah, you know I love his bait names. Oh, I know. He is a total stoner. The, the Sweet Beaver four twenty. Okay, the Dirty Sanchez is a green that's, pumpkin. That's the one with the green on the on the, the belly. Sh- chartreuse, chartreuse yeah. with the with the seeds Specs, in it. Yeah. Yep. On one side, and the other side it's just is green. green pumpkin. Yep. And I rig it a certain way when I flip it. Yeah, I mean, I I catch a bunch. I've caught a bunch of fish on that bait. But, but would you think you could take just a normal chartreuse one? Or just a normal green pumpkin and flip it in there and catch them? I would say green pumpkin, yes. I think chartreuse is not natural. But I, you would just take you would feel you would feel okay if you ran out of dirty Sanchez and just started throwing green pumpkins in there. Yep. Or I would or I would, you know, switch to California four twenties. I would immediately lose confidence. Really? Yep. I don't I don't understand that. But I've caught a handful of good fish on dirty Sanchez on a tough day. Like, that's my go-to. Like, if I'm having a tough day and I can't get a bite, I can almost guarantee you. So, how are you rigging it? Are you T-rigging that or are you? No, I, it's a flipping rig. Yeah, Texas rig. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. You're pegging it and flipping it. Yeah. But there's a certain side that I put up. That's one thing I don't do a lot of. I don't flip. I, like, refuse to flip. I, I don't know have. why. There's Like, there's so much good stuff to flip on, Wiley. Yeah, but like, you know what wins tournaments on Wally? Skipping docks. Skipping docks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Skip, but you know docks. what you can do with a flipping rig? You can take an underhand skip it under docks. Yeah, yeah, but like, if you look at the fish that a jig catches versus the fish that like a Texas rig catches, generally jig fish can be a little bigger. Uh, not to say that that same fish wouldn't eat a Texas rig. Maybe. But I throw, but I throw a large. Well, I do both, right? So, I don't really have much of an argument on a jig versus Texas rig, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I also put a big profile yeah, craw I mean, on it. No, I get it. I, I just like that's why I don't flip because, like, the lake I grew up on, like, you skip docks during the, that time of year. You don't, you don't go flip. Yeah, like if we were in Texas or somewhere, like I would learn to flip. Well, I think I think I picked up flipping a lot too because you and Josh are always skipping docks because that's how you came up. Yeah, and flipping is just a good way to follow that up. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where that rolled into for me, and then it just continued to work, even me running my own boat. Yeah, how's that going for you? Uh, when the boat's running, it goes it goes pretty good actually. <laughs> if I could have, if I could use, <laughs> it's funny me and Josh were talking about it the other day. I could put a couple decent fish. In the boat. Every yeah. tournament I've fished by myself, I've done decent. Yeah. If I had somebody that could catch one or two, like, Just 14, 14 15 inch, like, to fill a limit, 
I would do really well. See, the problem with us fishing together is we're both fishing for the same fish. Yeah. And, like, if I'm running the boat, like, not to say, like, not to sound arrogant or like a vacuum cleaner or whatever. They're very target-specific. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I don't, like, if I'm running the front of the boat, I've been doing it so long, I don't miss a whole lot of targets. Well, but also, I know what targets you're going for, and I know what to rig to get the the targets you're not aiming for. Yeah. I mean, I'm, like, strictly fishing high percentage. Like, I'm fishing where I know he's going to be. Yeah. So, like, it's hard to follow that up. It's, like, hard to have somebody in the back of the boat. Like, your best bet probably sometimes is just to take a jerk bait and just, like, throw it out the back of the boat and just, like, try to catch those fish that are hanging slightly off the, off the yep. bank. And we've filled limits doing that. But it's just, like, yeah. And then, like, you learn that from me. So then when you get your own boat and start fishing tournaments by yourself, it's, like. I'm fishing for the, the hyper, like, yeah, the big ones. You're fishing how I fish. Yeah. I'm and a, it's hard to fill a limit that way. But if you do, oh, well, you show up with a sack. Yeah, no, there's no. The number of times that I've came to the scales with a limit and, like, outside of night tournaments, because, like, during night tournaments, I just go flip it lights because I think it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the way to catch the biggest fish? Absolutely not. No, um, but it's a way to catch fish, and we have fun doing it. Yeah, so, like, outside of night tournaments, like, during the day tournaments, the number of times I've came in with a limit – and not got paid. And not got paid is small. It's very slim. The number of times that I've came in without a limit and not got paid is, is pretty high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've come in a lot with, like, nothing. I've, yeah, I've, I mean, I've came in with one or two fish, and they're both, like, three, four-pounders. And, like, you know, the guy with five, two-pounders takes it. Well, that's like the uh, – that tournament – where was it? I think it was Tuckertown. I went and fished Tuckertown by myself. And God, what a miserable existence of a lake. I had one fish. I had one fish. Yep. But I was a half ounce shot of winning big fish check. Yep. And there was everybody else out here that was weighing limits. There was like eight eight limits weighed. Yep. And I showed up with one fish and almost took the big fish check. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, that's one thing I'd never like. And it's just because like, I, I fish... I feel like if I was in a situation where I was, like, fishing for points, it'd be different. Yeah. But, like, I always, every tournament I've ever fished has been, like. Hero or zero. Yeah, I mean, it's it's as, it's a money thing, too, because, like, I haven't paid $5,000 to get in a tournament. Right. I've paid, like, the most being, like, maybe the Oakley or the Big Bass or whatever, and it's, like, 200 and something a person. And that's, like, a three-day thing. Yeah, it's a three-day thing, and you got... 400 chances to win your money back yeah yep but it's like all the tournaments like to me there's there's not enough skin in the game not to go for the win not not to fish like you're fishing for like i'm not trying to fish for points i'm trying to i'm trying to roll up to the scales and drop it on everybody yeah like i want to show up and when i get when i get my way back out and i'm loading it with yeah, my live well yeah i want people walking to the ramp and dumping their fish yeah like that's the goal that's always the best feeling too, because we never fish out of like true bass boats. No, nah. because we're just we're like the redneck of the bass fishing world. Like, like that. It's so fun though. That Mountain Island tournament, I had COVID. We caught our fifth fish, and I just went to sleep on the back deck. The trolling motor batteries died. We're fishing out of a bay boat, a nineteen foot center console that's just getting blown around in the wind, like not doing great. 
And we won. We could have weighed four of our five fish and still won. Yeah, we won by like seven pounds. Yeah. It, there was so many hurt feelings yeah, about it being... That made it even better. Yeah, just like not doing it out of a bass boat. Yeah, I don't know. That's the one thing I wish the boat had on it is a live well. Yeah. But we could, I mean, we could rig something up. It's not hard to put a bubbler in a in a little tank. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to get a shad bait tank too, so we could just use that. Uh, nah, man, I don't know. I do think there are presentations they key in on, like striper fishing specifically, right? Like, let's talk. Let's talk striper. Okay, there are times striper fishing where I've been the only boat, and you know how striper fishing is, dude. There's 20 boats around you. Like, everybody knows what's going on. Yep, yep. Like, you're just chasing schools around, and, like, when you find a school, it's not going to be yours for long. Like, it's it's going to get hammered. No, because there's 17 other boats within 200 yards, and the second you catch one, they're on top of you. Yeah, so, like, I do think there are things that I've done there that, like, maybe make us hook up more than other people. Yeah. I think lure selection makes a it makes a big impact more than color okay but if you don't have the color dialed in i don't think it's gonna work as well see i feel like as long as you're in the ballpark with color and i honestly think that like right now i could go out on those schooling fish and there are 10 baits i could decide to throw and they will all be successful Depending on how I feel that day and what I feel like doing, like, do I want to go throw a jerk bait? Maybe. Do I want to go throw a, a spinning rod and throw a little bitty swim bait? Maybe. Do I want to go throw a spinner bait? Maybe. Like, yeah. I think I think the reason I spin myself out so much is like, okay, let's just hypothetically, there's a dock right here, right? And there's there's a six pounder sitting under that dock. Mm-hmm. There's one lure, one presentation. And one specific color that it's going to eat. I really don't think so. Well, that's how I feel. That's why I get spun out. Yeah, no, that's not. If you hit that fish in the head, I almost don't care what you're throwing. I will say, like, if there's a six-pounder under that dock, but there's also a bunch of two-pounders, like, there are certain lures you can pick that the two-pounders might not mess with as much. Right. Like a jig, right? Generally, well, a two-pounder eat a jig pretty good, but like... Yeah, especially them spots. But like the 14-incher may not mess with your jig, right? Right, right, right. Especially you throwing a bigger one. Yeah, so you throw a bigger profile, you might get that six-pounder to eat instead of the two-pounder. But like outside of that, there are 100 baits. If you stick it on his nose, you know how many times I've watched a, a freaking like four-plus just come up and... and Hail wacky worm. Like my first tournament win ever with Cole, I was throwing a wacky worm out of the back of the boat. Didn't know didn't know crap about fishing. Didn't know anything about fishing back then. And he was like, here dude, just like this thing skips a mile, just throw it all day. And I caught three of the five fish we weighed. And we Mountain Island yet again won by like ten pounds. Dude, I I love a wacky worm. And this is where all of my all of my theories go out of the window with a wacky worm. Okay. Because I slap war fish out 
on watery on a wacky worm. Yep. In a tournament. It was tough. We weren't getting bites. And I was like, you know what? We're going to we're going to a wacky worm. Okay. And I had this like wild you know how I am with colors. So I had this wild like gun smoke yeah, you, Cinco. You you bought it at like we went to one of those like ghetto tackle shops that pours their own stuff. Yeah. Isn't that where you bought it? And it was in like a Ziploc bag. Yeah. And, and it, it was like, 50 like for like four bucks. And it was like just like a charcoal, dark charcoal with some red, like and it was like campfire or gun smoke or something crazy. And it was doing good, right? Just because the wacky worm catches them. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? This just isn't like, I feel like we should be getting more. It's the time of year they're coming out from underdogs. And put an orange sherbet. Man, there was like two or three fish under every dock. Yeah. We caught like 20 fish. I I mean, they were 12 to 14 inches, but still, when you need to fill a limit, it'll do it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I mean, you know, there's like, there's really only like, Two colors of wacky worms I buy. Baby bass and green pumpkin. Those are the only two. Baby bass is a killer. That thing freaking smacks fish. Yeah. And then like trick worms, right? I, I don't know if I've we've thrown a whole lot of trick worms together, but like You love an orange floating worm though, or a bubble gum. Bubble gum, baby. Pink. Mm. It don't look it don't look nothing natural, but man, they chew that thing. They do. They it's <sighs> I mean, I feel like for the like, if we decided to fish the big bass this year, yeah, I feel like we should just go tie them. <laughs> floating worms and wacky worms, and just <laughs> just go see what happens. The fish out. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop fishing jig fish, stop fishing the buzz bait, stop fishing the swim baits. Like, stop trying. To we catch, have a lot more fun. <laughs> just stop, stop trying to catch the big ones and just go try to just wear the fish out and just see if we get lucky with the big one. Yeah, it's like you know what wins the boat most of the time. Something stupid. Yeah, it's like some redneck in a John boat. Yeah, I'd crack up if we want a boat out of the Express. I think we should try it. Yeah, I mean, I'm game. And I mean, really, you only need a live well that holds one fish because you catch that fish, you're going to run to the ramp to weigh it. Yeah, I mean, if it's, I mean, we're not fishing for checks at that point. We're fishing for the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, it might would be nice to take like a three and a half, four pounder up there and make our money back. Yeah, you know, we got a four-pounder. We're going to weigh it. But, like, we might weigh it at the end of the day. Yeah. No, we got a 10-pounder. Oh, yeah. That joker's going to the ramp right then. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we're going to be on pins and needles the rest of the tournament. I don't I don't know that if I go drop a 10 on Norman, if I go drop a 10-pounder on the scale, I don't know. I'm going to be on pins and needles because it's over, like, a $60,000 boat. But I don't necessarily know that I really would be. Yeah, because look at and the, the only way to handle that situation is just to sell the boat, split the money, and then do what, whatever you want with it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't think it matters as much as people let it matter. And I also think that fishing companies want you to think that it matters so that you buy more colors of the same baits. I mean, yeah. Look at Zoom though; they have like a million different colors, and they sell way more. Just because of people like me that are like, oh. I mean, I buy, like, when I see a cool color, I'll buy it. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like that fire red that came out two years ago or whatever. Yeah, yeah. With the Z-Man and then um, mm-hmm. what is, uh, 
But that's killer early. That's killer early year. That red. I never had a bite on that chatterbait. Never. Really? Nope. You know what I got bet on, though? A green pumpkin one. I don't know. February, February, March. Mm. I can I can murder oh, yeah, on some a reg- fish on red. Yeah, but like a chatterbait? Yeah. I don't know. I like throwing a red crankbait. Well, that too. But yeah. like my crankbait box. I've got three colors in my crankbait box. I've yeah. got I've got probably four hundred crankbaits. They're all some variation of three different colors. I've well, got brim patterns, shad patterns, and crawfish patterns. That's what's funny too about like my soft plastic choice. Color yeah. really matters. But if you look at any of my like hard baits, cranking baits, anything like that, it's all like one of the three patterns. No specifics matter. Yeah, like ex- explain that to me then. That doesn't make any sense. I th- I think it just has something to do with me in a hard bait, and it just like the action it presents itself. Yeah. Instead of like you know with a plastic, you're trying to make it catch. I don't know. I feel like you have to catch catch a little more attention with the color than the than the action. I don't know, man. So like a fluke, what color fluke are you throwing? White or paint. But it has a lot of action. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know why it is the way it is, but I just a can't. A wacky worm has zero action. And you're like, oh, yeah, pink sherbet, orange sherbet, whatever. Yeah, hey, it catches fish. But when you want to get down to the nitty-gritty jig trailers and stuff you're flipping with the Texas rig is. <laughs> I mean, what I think is funny is like, the dip and glow, you know, the chartreuse dip. Oh, yeah. God, that makes a mess of your boat, but people love messing with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's just, I think it's like human inability to like leave stuff alone. Probably. I've watched, I've watched Josh in a tournament oh, he's, dip. He's ridiculous. And he dipped too far. And was like, nah, that's too much. Threw it in the floor and grabbed another one. Because yeah, he was just trying to dip carpet, just the tips and stained his carpet chartreuse. Yeah, because he dipped the he dipped the feet in there just a little too far. Man, we used to like when I was in high school. This is we'll close it out with this, right? I used to fish with Cole a bunch, and man, we were just a couple sixteen year olds running around doing stuff we shouldn't have been doing. You know, like burning the roads up three a.m. running late or whatever, and just like. 70 miles an hour down 273 with a boot just like but and we caught we caught a bunch of fish together i learned a lot fishing with cole but the uh we used to have this stuff we called it um d juice i'm i'm, I'm gonna abbreviate it because it, it wasn't dude it it was the rancidest garlic like scent you've ever smelled and like that's another thing i don't really I don't know if it matters all that much. It's scent and flavors like that people. I can see the flavors, but does scent really travel in the water? I really don't know. I have um, no idea. I'm not a scientist. But we used to dip everything in this D-juice, right? And we fished a tournament one, uh, like, cold, like, February. And, like, I froze. I didn't have the right clothes, like, you know. And froze, we had a good bag, didn't fill the limit, but had three giants out of the fork. Like, caught three fish out of the fork, and they were tanks. And 
Man, I've been smelling that garlic all day. I just like rancid garlic, and I get home, and mom's cooking spaghetti (laughs) (laughs) and garlic bread. And, dude, it just turned my stomach. And she was like, oh, I made spaghetti and garlic bread, your favorite. Do you want to eat dinner? And I'm like, I can't. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) I about threw up. But, yeah, so this has been the Do Colors Matter. Let us know. We'll put a poll up on the Instagram. Let us know. Do colors matter for fishing? Um, And I think we got to get out and catch some fish soon. Yeah, I think we need some fish pictures. I went out this week. Oh, I call it Radiques. Had a blast there, dude. It was like... They were wearing it out. And you know what color didn't matter? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll leave it to the people. There's no way to scientifically test that, though. I feel like. No, I'm just saying. We're going to put a poll up. We'll see who's right. Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys listening this week. We've had fun bickering about color and bass fishing. And it's about that season where we fish a little bit. All the all the wake boats are off the lake. Thank goodness. Yep. So, uh, if you haven't like our uh, like our Facebook page, um, follow us on Instagram. We don't have a Twitter. I don't. I don't have a Twitter, and we don't have a TikTok because we're not we're not eighteen years old. Yep. Um, Facebook and Instagram keep it classic. I think we should get a TikTok just because like it's blowing up right now. But uh, I'll I'll think about it. Yep. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. All right. See ya.